feeling like Sunday morning in here. Praise God. We're going to mess around and have church. Oh, oh we're going to do that on purpose. I'm sorry. We're gonna... Amen. God bless you. You may be seated for just a, well, temporarily. Praise God. Don't get, amen. I don't want to put you to sleep this morning, but I want to be so careful to thank uh, Elder Howard, the steering committee, and all those uh, that allowed us this privilege to come and be in service with you. Amen. The accommodations and my marvel at how smooth it looked from the outside when Brother Pixler and uh, Brother Renfro was just ushering us in that crowded motel. And I can tell there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And we're just so thankful. I think we need to give all those that are laboring behind the scenes a they're doing a tremendous job. Sister Howard delivering baskets of goods. And uh, we appreciate so much your kindness. Amen. The invitation. Amen. I believe my spiritual father and elder and mom is in the house. Oh, yeah. I find, hey, sitting by my wife. Amen. Want to give honor to Elder Westberg and my sweet, precious mom. Sister Westberg. Ah. Amen. And God transplanted me out. Now I got a new pastor and a new elder. And I don't know, an emergency came up, a death in his church. And I don't know if Elder Von Morton is here this morning, but I'd love to give honor to Elder Von Morton. He might have had to go. Amen. And I thank God for elders in my life. Amen. How many thank God for your pastor? How many believe you got the greatest pastor in the whole wide world? You're right. And when you quit feeling like that, you'll be one of the first ones in the altar because you're not in tune with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, uh, while you're standing, Exodus 32. Amen. I'm not as think as you scared I am. So, don't worry about me. How uh, I many is feeling good like an apostolic should? Exodus 32, verse 15. I, I've preached this all over, amen, my world. And this is all I felt uh, from the initial phone call until now. And I just want to be so careful to obey God. I appreciate that good preaching we heard last night. Boy, if that did not set a foundation, amen, for a man to just come up and preach what God lays on his heart, amen. Appreciate that, Elder Howard, wherever you, oh, hey, there he is. God bless you. Good preaching behind me all the way. Exodus 32, 15, amen. And Moses turned and went down from the mount. The two tables of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both their sides. On the one side and on the other were they written. And the tables were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God graven upon the tables. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, there is a noise of war in the camp and he said it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery 
Neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. From the last statement in verse 17, I'd like to preach, oh, about five hours this morning. But I don't think they'll allow that, so we'll condense it. Amen. Amen. From the last statement, verse 17, there is a noise of war in the camp. I want to preach this morning, if God will help, on this thought, a noise of war. A noise of war. Would you give the Lord a good hand clap? I'll get comfortable. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated for, for just a few seconds. I don't want you to... I don't want you to get stuck in that chair. I'll, I'll get flashbacks of the church God saved me from. Hallelujah. Ah, what kind of church is this? It's an apostolic church. If you come to have dead church this morning, you're in the wrong church. God's not dead, and neither is his church. Hallelujah. Ah, this is an owl running, tongue talking, hand clapping, foot stomping, Holy Ghost believing, holiness preaching. There's not a bunch of homosexuals in here this morning. Not a bunch of limpers. There's men of God and women of God. And there is a noise of war in this camp. Hallelujah. We're going to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. That's in the book. Clap your hands, all ye people, and make a joyful noise. Whether the world likes it or not, make a joyful noise. Whether hell likes it or not. Whether your flesh likes it or not. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. We're not losing this war. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise we're not losing this battle there is a noise of war in this camp hallelujah you, you may be seated for a few seconds Praise God. Amen. I, I know we're living in the last times and perilous times has come and men shall have and shall depart from the faith, but the war goes on. Hallelujah. Man, I, I felt something when I hit that sissy spirit. I'm glad nobody came in here in rollerblades this morning. Strolling over to the organ. You won't last in the real war. 
You're doing a lot of singing, but you won't last in the battle. It takes a real man to live for God and a real woman to pray and to submit herself. Maybe I will preach five hours this morning. But uh, we're going to win. We're winning this war. Praise God. And we're going to make a noise of war. And I want you to know we, we need to. We need to understand passion is part of living for God. You can't love God without passion. You've got to get passionate about God. You'll fall asleep on your pew if you don't get passionate about your man of God coming behind the pulpit and bringing the word of life. You don't get passionate about preaching. You'll be in a basketball game somewhere. You'll be on a racetrack somewhere. You'll find something to worship. Something to turn you on. I want Jesus to turn me on. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're going to make a noise. We're going to make a noise of war in this meeting. We're going to let that devil and all the hell know I don't feel no ways tired. The church of the living God is not ready to put up a white flag of surrender and go home. I don't care how many women start cutting their hair. The church is going to go on. I don't care how many keep painting their face. The church is going to go on. I don't care how many so-called churches wheel televisions into their body. The church is going to go on. And we don't feel no ways tired. This is a We're not gonna back down. We're gonna make a noise. We're gonna fight for everything we got. Devil, you're not getting our prayer life. You're not going to get our worship. You're not going to get our standards. Some things are worth fighting about. We're going to fight for our pulpits. Liberty ought to be in a pulpit, not in a pew. Ah, God have mercy. It's dangerous up here. Dangerous. Got some warriors here. I just want all the hell to see that. We're not losing this battle. And I guarantee all of us shouters up front. If you lose it, God's got somebody to come in and take your place. That's why I'm going to stay passionate. I'm going to stay zealous. Ain't nobody taking my place. I will. Here we go. You, you got to understand how I came into this thing. I, I got my pastor. I got witnesses here today. Now, you, you may be seated. You, you'll be back up. 
Right there. Elder Howard, I had that. You know, the Beatles got some of you folks, but the Jackson 5 got the rest of us. ABC. Hey, I knew Michael Jackson when his nose was flat, when his skin was dark and his head was kinky. I don't know who this Michelle Jackson is. I knew him when he was one of us. Oh, we're going to make a noise of war in this camp. This is the church of the living God. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would dare defy the armies of the living God? Uh, yeah, Beatles got some of you. Mine, mine wouldn't lay down like that. I went to Jackson 5 route. I walked into Elder Westberg's old Swayback Barracks building. Dope-headed alcoholic. Had that out. In my driver's license, the, the, the box couldn't even contain the throat. Had them big old pork chop sideburns, all that mustache, and three or four little hairs we called the goatee. Manhood, I was counting them one. I walked in there with my blue jeans and Doobie Brother t-shirt and my twisted ankle and ratchet elbow. <laughs> what kind of church is this? They was tearing that place apart. They was tearing that place apart. There was passion. There was zeal. There was holiness. There was a man of God that preached the word of God without fear or favor. The white folks got it the same as the black folks got it. The black folks got it the same as the white folk got it. The Spanish, the green, the orange, the purple, We're not sitting back. We're not going to sit down and let the charismatics. It's a cultural thing. You're right. We're in an apostolic culture. What's good for one is good for all, and God having put no difference between us and them. It's repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall... Amen. You may be seated. I got keep track of this time I'm feeling at home here uh, amen now 
walked into that worshiping wild group of folk and I said man this is it this is what I was looking for all my life I remember praying strung out on drugs two three in the morning looking out of my bedroom window God where are you God I know you're out there somewhere God I want to know you God where are you going to two churches a member of two churches at the same time and they both told me the same old lie believe on the Lord and receive him as your personal savior and you'll be saved I was a believed dope smoking alcoholic I believe on the Lord and I ran the streets I received the Lord as my personal Savior I smoked dope snorted dope don't get it all but when I received you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you God is out there, but he doesn't have to stay out there. He can come in here. Uh, I mean to tell you, oh, oh, I want to tell you so much. Sit down, please. I was in there. My brother-in-law's here this morning. He's the one that won me to God. I appreciated that so much. I married his sister. We were sitting in that whole barracks building. I was still in the altar. I think I probably wasn't even baptized in Jesus' name yet. I think I cut the fro pretty quick. Man, the God said it's a shame for a man to have long hair. I didn't want to be ashamed. He was giving me the book. Hallelujah. I said, it's harvest time, Afro. sitting in there and the power of God moved in that place and all of a sudden that elder got up and some of you seen Elder Westberg in action my God he had to fire in his eyes and his eyebrows were all jagged and he's looking the devil has attacked this church and I bind that devil in Jesus name and I command him to leave this church and I had so much dope in me my eyes got big I grabbed my head I ain't going nowhere. I love Jesus. I ain't going nowhere. I'm still right here. I love Jesus. Hey, that'll preach. Don't go nowhere. Stay in the church. Even when things are preached that you don't understand. Jesus, I don't know what this is all about, but this I do know. You have the words of eternal life, and I know, and I am sure. If you see that place was rocking, you'd walk down the street two or three blocks away, you can hear men in the prayer room. You walk by, man, the exorcist. Man, look at that place. Walk across the street. Oh, 
let me tell you something you don't have a spirit of worship you're not apostolic worship is a fruit worship is an attribute of being apostolic you can't tell me you love God and sit down on a pew and go to sleep yawn and look at your watch and wish you were somewhere else that's not apostolic that man of God he get the preaching and oh I got I think I got time to go through this and man I just come off the streets you know you, you see how God healed my leg and my arm I, I look at it I can walk right now Yeah, I'll let you in on a secret. He, he didn't heal. He, he, I was brainwashed. I needed the healing up here. My mind was filthy and corrupt. And the preaching of the word came forth. And I was brainwashed. I was washed by the preaching of the world. Of the word. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Come out from among them and be ye separate. Don't you be conformed to that world. Don't look like the world. I'm glad I haven't seen it yet, I don't think. Some conferences, Barbie doll walks in. Cinderella strolls in. This is not a beauty pageant. We are not as near as interested in what you're looking as we are hungry for a move of God in these services. I don't know if I'm as mad as her or her husband that would let her get so taken up with the spirit of vexation and the spirit of vanity. How could you let your wife get so swallowed up by a spirit of vanity? Ah, that's a new style. Vanity's not new. Vanity's not a new fashion. Solomon preached about it not the fashion it's the vanity that we preach against in this church modest apparel shamefacedness costly array Hello, hell, are you listening this morning? Do you hear a noise in this camp? There's some preachers here that are not going to get swallowed up. Hey, see now, that elder got to that pulpit. He began to preach. And man, I just come off the street. 
And this Holy Ghost was the greatest thing still is that ever happened to me. And I was just so glad to be there because I know I don't deserve to be in this church. I know I don't deserve to have a pastor like I got my God. God, you gave me a real man of God. God, I got a real man of God in my life. I don't deserve to sit in this church. I'm just an old dope-headed alcoholic. That's your grace and mercy. darkness into this marvelous light you wouldn't be sitting down if you realized how marvelous that man of God got to preaching boy this old ex-dope head sitting front row action that man gets a preacher not Jump free, I can't do it now. Age and weight has caught up with me. I had a thing, I'd walk up to the pulpit and just then walk back like I'd done something. this message that way too this used to excite you like that too uh, I, all of a sudden I'd walk back and reload yeah. sir. chill out get ready to fire again and here comes this hideous voice Oh, if I'd have known then what I know now, I would have told the devil right then and there, I'm not worshiping because of what I feel. I don't have to feel anything to give God glory and praise. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. Devil couldn't stop you from clapping your hands if he wanted to. You're free. You're free. You don't have to feel anything. God's on the throne whether you feel it or you don't feel it. He's got all power. His eye is on the sparrow. Said I know he's he's here this morning and he's watching. Right here, God. Uh, I don't feel too good, but I got bills to pay. 
the kids are sick. But I know you're watching. And I want you to know I still love you today as much as I loved you yesterday. Uh, I didn't know that then. So I listened to that voice. You don't feel all that. Here comes, here comes the bomb. I go back. You don't feel all that. I was thinking, man, boy, he's got a good point. I'm not feeling too good right now. You don't even have the Holy Ghost. My pastor's here today. He'll verify. Come walk into his office. Well, Westberg, forgive me. I, I, I lied. I, I, I don't have the Holy Ghost. And you that know him knows that how he grabs those glasses. Well, Brother Young, who told you you don't have the Holy Ghost? The devil told me, Pastor, the devil told me. He said, Brother Young, the devil's a liar. He says he just, he wants to get your joy. He wants to get your testimony. He wants to get your zeal and your fervency because he knows now that you got the Holy Ghost. Your mother's going to get the Holy Ghost. Your sisters are going to get the Holy Ghost. Your brother's going to, hey, there's my brother right there. Not only did he get the Holy Ghost, he's a preacher of this one God, apostolic truth. Both my sisters got the Holy Ghost. My mom's been baptized, and I'm waiting on Brother John's to pray her through. We couldn't do it. The force be with you. But the devil's a liar. He don't want you excited about what God's done for you in your life. You go back to your first works. Get back in here and shout like you used to. Run like you. Clap like you used to. Devil's trying to take your joy. Playing with your emotions. Tapering down your zeal. Man, thank you, Pastor. That worked good till the next service. You may be seated. Same thing. We call it getting ugly with it. 
here comes that voice you don't feel all of that why am I jumping three feet in the air if I'm not feeling anything I didn't smoke no dope before church didn't snort no cocaine before church why am I feeling It's better felt than telt. You don't feel all that. You don't even have the Holy Ghost. In this one particular service, for some reason, instead of wimping out, slipping back down into the pew and getting despondent and depressed and doubtful, something came over me that night. And when everybody else behind me, 500 strong, I'm sure at that time, 400, if I don't, they sat down, I stayed up. There's a noise of war in this camp. I said, I believe some warriors are shaking it off. They're standing, wait a minute, devil. Enough is enough. I don't know, I don't know if Brother Westberg even saw me. He was so, you know, he was tacked out. He gets in the zone, man, get out of his way. But I'm wondering what the ushers were, man, watch it. Watch Brother Young now. I've seen everything in Pentecost. Don't tell him what he's thinking. And while I was standing, I said, Devil, you hear me, and you hear me good. I may not have the Holy Ghost, and I may be a hypocrite, but I'm going to settle this right now, right here tonight. I'll die and go to hell from this pew right here. Being a hypocrite before I ever let you drag me out of the church doors and take me back out into the world and put your grimy hands on me again. I'm going to die and go to hell from an apostolic pew. Try not to be a hypocrite. Trying to get the Holy Ghost. You're never going to get me back out in that world again. And I'm not going to let the world come into my church. And this is where you may be seeing my scripture text. But I wanted to get to this morning. There's a lot of things I wanted to. Young preacher rubbing shoulders with the seasoned man of God, Moses. The young preacher didn't understand the noise that was coming out of dancing around the golden calf. Oh, they were singing. They were having church. But a real man of God said, no, no, son. That, that's, that's, not, that's not worship. They're singing. But if there's a real war going on like it is here this morning, or in any church that's got a real man of God preaching anything, there's a war going on. 
And he said, the first noise you'll hear is the noise of them that shout for mastery. And I'll never forget, I was in one of those depressed states, snuck off to a prayer room, the prayer room on an off night, went into a corner to feel sorry for myself. Got on my knees and started begging God, oh God, please give me that. I had the Holy Ghost for weeks. Oh God, please give me the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost so bad. Oh God, and I was just oh boo-hoo-hoo. And all of a sudden, on the other end of the prayer room, on an off night, I hear a That's when you really ask, what kind of church is this? So it startled me a little bit, but I regained my depressed composure. I go, oh God, please. I want the Holy Ghost so bad. God, please. And the next time it was like, man, it was getting anointed. Yep! Yep! Yeah! I said, man, I better go investigate this. I went over there and what had taken place is our outreach director on an off night strolling through the college campus found a man by the name of Stephen Carrier. He's here today. I got permission to embarrass him in front of all my friends. He found him. Brother Carrier was a fluent, convertible Corvette Stingray. He was floating, had money, had it all. Got to a place in life, he said, is this all that there is to live in? Is this all that there is to life? And he says, I don't even want to live anymore. He was contemplating suicide. Went to his preacher of a denominal sort. His preacher couldn't help him. He went to a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist needed to see a psychiatrist. And that's how Brother Wild found Brother Carrier on the college camp. In case you don't know, he's alive and well today. He's edited some books, Verbal Bean Prayer, Verbal Bean uh, uh, Works of the Holy Ghost, Brother I.H. Terry. That's what, Brother Carrier, you in here. Could you give me a yeehaw to, to identify yourself? Yeah, yeah, there he is, there he is. He has since graduated to hallelujahs and praise to God and glory to God, praise be God. Ah. But he found him like that. And Brother Carrier comes into that prayer room and all of a sudden he was in an apostolic environment and he felt the Holy Ghost and the best way that that rich farm boy could express his emotions was killing myself anymore matter of fact I think he went out to kill the devil what is that mastery that's the shout of mastery I got the upper hand now I've got the leading edge now 
I've got control over my circumstance. My circumstance is not going to control me. That's when I was faced with some decisions in my ministry concerning issues, positions I'd have to take or not take years back. This is where God opened my mind to this scripture. And I thank God every day for my elder and my elders. That when I came up as a hyper young preacher, oh, they're doing that, and they're doing that, and they're having, oh, you know, that season man of God yeah, they're singing, Brother Young, but there's no mastery. No control over standards. Oh, I'm ready to preach now. You don't sat down on me. That's the difference between the noise we make and the noise they make. I can shout because I'm not cussing anymore. I'm not smoking anymore. I'm not drinking anymore. Kick the television out. I don't have video. My wife don't look like Jezebel. I've got control over this situation. Preaching in one place and a lady, long blonde head, long black hair. I got to identify the hair color so you'll understand. Not too many of us have blonde hair. I just want you to know, sometimes Caucasians get vent, 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 vent. You got flesh too. This little round hair piece singing in the choir. Took it off. My mouth dropped. The pastor's office and she throws it down and I looked at the other one and said, you got one too? And the one turned to her pastor and pointed her finger in his face and said, your wife is the one that started all this. Oh no, get the tape out of here. Ah, it's true anyhow. You don't have control if the women of your church can come in with wigs and extensions, makeup and fake fingernails, fake eyelash. That's not apostolic. That's not a noise of war. You're not fighting against the world. You have not mastered the world. I am so confused. I'm on California time. Is it? Do I still got as much time as I think? Is that 11? 10 to 11? Praise God. Woo! They may not have been to singing school, but they've got a prayer life. They know how to get anointed. 
they know how to walk in the spirit. They've got control. I got there and I know this twist is up a lot. It even twisted me up. Got to my church and I had programmed my mind. I, I'm going to get there. It's in bad shape. It's in bad shape. It's a miracle. Stayed together. I started seeing all kinds of things everywhere in every element of my church. I said, well, you know, I'm going to be here at least six months before I say anything. And, and uh, you know, I'm just going to, well, I'm going to go there and I'm going to preach about God and how beautiful God is and the love of God and prayer. I'm going to get them so close to God, all these things that just melt off of them. Well, to make a short story long, I melted before they did. And I know that's that's sad, but I can only do what I know God wanted me to do. I can't set standards and I can't pastor your church or tell you, you go there and you fight your war and you get mastery over your war. You get your prayer life and you fast and you seek God for your congregation. But I got to praying and seeking God and I just got to looking around. Six months. That's one night I got to looking at my choir. People on the platform, I said, man, enough is enough. Uh, I, I, I can at least take care of this platform right now. I'll, I'll compromise. I said, I want to see everybody, you play an instrument, you sing, you have anything to do on this platform. I'd like to see you upstairs in the teen classroom right after church tonight. Then I got, now I'm just going to hit some basic minor things that are common among us. You know, I just was going to just, you know, uh, you know I, if you're going to be on my platform, I, I would really, you know, uh, you know, like to, and then all of a sudden, I, I just, before I knew it, and I think it was when I hit the word fake. I don't want no fake fingernails. I don't want no fake hair. God don't like a hypocrite. Be what you are. Be yourself. I don't want nothing false on my platform. I'm praying about your false teeth. Don't tell me you can't preach like that and have revival. We have almost literally doubled in numbers since I've been in your face, hell. There is a people. that want a preacher to preach to them. Preach to me, pastor. Don't play games with my soul. Don't take no chances with my soul and my family. Preach to me. Preach. Don't cater to my flesh.
that's why the noise we hear in our services are as such. There are people that have made up their mind. Devil, you lied. It worked. I preached it, and we're having revival. is always right. Let God be true and every man alive. God gives the increase. God adds to the church. We've got to do it God's way. And that's the shout of mastery. If everybody in the building would stand. That shout of Hallelujah is not shallow. It's not a cigarette smoking hallelujah. It's not a lustful praise God. It's not a vain beauty professional display of vanity. But it's flesh that has gotten control. Joshua, I don't care about all these big name crusades and all these big names. They're singing, but that's not war. They're not fighting nothing, anything. And if you don't hear that shout of mastery come out of the war, when the battle's really intense, if there's not a bunch of yeah! oh glory to God, hallelujah, there's one other voice you'll hear in the middle of the battle, and that'll be the cry of them that are being overcome With all the victory here and the mastery, the shout, the apostolic environment, there are some in this war that are they're wounded this morning. We've got some mighty warriors that are down with wounds this morning. And there's a cry not only of mastery, but there's some people here today they're being overcome. Joshua, when there's a real war, you'll hear that faint cry, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. If I don't get a touch in this conference, God, I don't know how much further I can go. No, they're not ready to go dance around the golden calf and leave this precious fellowship of good conservative brethren. But because of certain bombs landing close to them, shrapnel and as much as I hate to admit it, even sometimes there's a thing called friendly fire. We've wounded some of our own. They lay wounded. 
And with all this victory and praise, there's some voices going up from this building this morning. Jesus. Oh, God, I need you. This shield of faith, it's getting so heavy. I just can't swing the sword as sharp and precise as I used to. I'm being overcome. Yeah. I feel this morning kind of like Moses. Hey, Pharaoh. God's talked to me. God has told me, preacher, I can hear the cry of my people. Your cry is not going unheard this morning. God can hear your cry. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. I, I'm coming to tell you, Pharaoh, God hears the cry of his people. And he's telling me to tell you, let my people go. Got this message back during the Bosnia conflict, I believe, or somewhere around there. I can remember reading about little 10-year-olds being shot for a mental edge and being killed by the enemy and moms running out while their children were on a sled and they're dead. And they pick them up, a lifeless body. And I can just imagine as that mom is crying, my baby, they've killed my baby. <laughs> I hate war. I hate war. How close. How close has war gotten to you today? You're in the right place at the right time. You're not ready to put up a flag of surrender. But let's get mastery over the situation. Take control of your situation. Gird up the loins of your mind and let go of a shout of victory. Although he slay me, yet will I serve him. Although the neighboring pastors rail against me, I'm going to preach it. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to take control over this situation. God bless you this morning. Give the Lord a good hand clap. Come on, let's talk to the Lord. Let's worship him right now. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.